0: you.
1: <laughs> Today's first day of filing for 2020, the election season, I think we all can agree, has officially begun. Would you agree with that, Elizabeth?
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, there's enough with a, poli- bang. There's a lot of politicians here today. A
0: lot of money re- being, you know, like of and checks for a lot of money being written in that room.
1: Doyle Webb has a really big smile. Looks like a, sh- a Cheshire cat sitting in a tree right Those now. Those coffers
0: are full, yeah, filling up. They may really not be full. Good. They're filling up.
1: They may not be full, but they are filling up. There's no doubt about that. Carolyn, what's it cost now to run for uh, House?
0: Well, the uh, Republican filing fee... Is three thousand dollars for house. Okay. Senate uh, is either seven or seventy five hundred. I'm not sure which. So
1: just doing some fast calculations in my head, if we just go with the people who are running for re-election, that's about that's about a quarter of a million dollars that come into the into the coffers of the Republican Party. Got-
0: yeah, and it's wonderful because uh, the Republican Party really does support us when we're campaigning.
1: Well, that's good. The Way it's supposed to be. Better be that way, or Doyle and I will have a fist fight. That's just the way it goes. so how are you feeling about the race coming up next year? It's a shortened race you're You're here you you filed today, correct?
0: Yes, I did actually i feel I feel very confident, I feel um, comfortable i I've, I've really never enjoyed myself more than I have this last session. And I'm really looking forward to the campaign, and I'm looking forward to serving the people of Arkansas and District 41 again.
1: We, we were talking about this earlier with uh, uh, Secretary of State Thurston and, and Leslie and some of the other folks, and that is on a presidential year, our primary takes place in March. On a non-presidential year, it, it starts in May. Would you like him to just kind of keep it one way or the other?
0: Well, it would be easier to remember. Yeah. Um, but there's reasons for, for the decision to hold the primary in March and in May. So I'm, it doesn't really matter that much to me. We're
1: part of the SEC now.
0: Correct.
1: That's what everybody <laughs> needs to understand. All those states are the same day.
0: But the SEC is an athletic thing.
1: Yeah, well, not a political if thing. If you want to have some kind, you don't think politics, Ed? You wanna, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you oh, want, I know it's a game. <laughs> yeah, what was it that uh, Dick Butkus said? He said that people who say that politics is not a uh, confrontational sport, uh, full it's a contact, blood sport have never been, yeah, full contact have never been in politics right. before. Absolutely, yeah, it's a blood sport. Yeah, well, it can be for some people. Definitely can be. These days, more and more. I won't get into one family's name, but it is a blood sport (laughs) for them. There's no doubt about that. So, Carolyn, what are some. uh, Here's the other thing we talked about that going in March seems to benefit the incumbents a little bit because you have a much shorter time if you're the guy that's out there running for the first time. People know the incumbent somewhat and you got like six weeks before early voting to try to get your message out.
0: Well, it's always easier, you know, I've always been told, I've heard, and I understand that it's always easier for the incumbent because as the incumbent, you've been attending meetings and you've been voting and people somewhat know your record. And, um, you know, I was never in business Uh, you know, private enterprise for myself in Arkansas. I worked for other companies. So I really had no reason to participate in the Chamber of Commerce and all those kinds of things. I was working. I was a mom. I had my hands full. Um, I didn't have time for it. And I didn't have a real um, incentive or need to do that. Now, um, attending Chamber of Commerce meetings, attending uh, All the different events that occur, like the Veterans Day parade yesterday, those are ways where you actually can reach out to your constituents and you can find out what they're thinking, what they're needing, and and then you have the ability to respond appropriately. So uh, I've really enjoyed uh, being more involved these last few years and getting to know the people in the community and the people who make decisions and and look into what, what's needed for the city of Sherwood or Jacksonville or North Little Rock, because I do represent portions of Jacksonville and North Little Rock, even wow. most of my voters are in Sherwood.
1: So the, the financial uh, session will come up on April 9th this year. Do you think it's going to be less contentious than it's been in the past, or what do you think some of the big issues that will be coming up here in the future?
0: Well, I really, um, I don't have an opinion about that right now. Okay. Um, I can't, we don't really have anything contentious that I'm aware of. Um, the 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 biggest contentious thing that I believe financially is going to be, you know, voting to extend, the, where the public will have their opportunity to vote to extend that uh, that sales tax. That half-cent tax. That half-cent tax. But... Um, I'm going to put my my face out there and say I support that half-cent sales tax. We have got to improve our roads, and that is is how we will be able to provide the money to do that. We have so much traffic coming through our state on 30 and 40. We have more paved roads than any other state in the country, and uh, some of our roads are in pretty poor condition.
1: All right, so what do you want to keep people uh, thinking about as uh, next year comes up?
0: I want them to think about economic growth for Arkansas. Um, as a as a person who grew up with a military parent, a father, uh, I traveled all over the country, not all over, mostly east of the Mississippi, uh, but I did travel overseas, and wherever I went, People made fun of Arkansas, and that was humiliating for me. And I thought that just, you know, of all the places I've been, I know that people in Arkansas are just as talented, just as hardworking, just as capable as people anywhere.
1: When you would tell people you were from Arkansas, did they look at your feet?
0: They would say, do you know how? They would ask me if I knew how to read. Oh or wow! They oh would ask me if people in Arkansas wear shoes. I got asked, "Do I wear shoes?" <laughs> and I don't even—I can't imagine. Oh. Uh, or they'd say, "Where's that?"
1: You know what I? You know what I tell them, Carolyn? I tell them, I said, "Y'all, uh, that might be right, but I want you to remember by our rocks and our water, because." <laughs> And it's a, just keep buying our rocks and water. We'll be all right. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, I was I was so taken aback. I was, a, you know, a young person, and I was so taken aback by that because I I loved uh, every opportunity that we came home to Arkansas to visit the grandparents. And to be perfectly honest, for all the years I spent growing up in the military, I actually uh, spent more years in Arkansas schools than any other place. I attended four years in southeast arkansas in warren uh one of those semesters was in des arc uh while my parents were hunting for a place for us to live i stayed with my grandmother but uh then i came to jacksonville as a junior so i spent at least six years in arkansas schools before i graduated high school and then i went on to get my college degree at ualr and my master's so um, you got
1: your connections to the state
0: absolutely Hey, my ancestors are all over this state. (laughs) Cool.
1: That's very good. All right, got to get a break in. Carolyn, thanks for coming by and visiting with us. I see Dan Sullivan lurking over in the shadows. Uh, We'll get him on next here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
0: Thank you, Dave. Sure thing.